Cornerstone Podcast presented by Global Grace Ministries. My name is Francis Wessel and I am the host of the podcast. If this is the first time you are listening to us, I welcome you and hope the podcast will bless you. We are in the middle of the series, The Marks of Christ in the Believer. In this series, we have discussed some of the characteristics that show the world that we are followers of Christ. Last week, we spoke about generosity. I mentioned that generosity is an excellent antidote against idolatry. It is the easiest way to show someone the love of God and produces joy in us. Generosity also attracts the blessings of God to our lives, especially when we are generous to the poor. Today's episode is entitled The Mark of Intercession. Something that distinguishes the followers of Christ is that we are great intercessors. The dictionary's definition of intercession is the action of intervening or petitioning on behalf of another. The Bible asks believers to intercede on behalf of others. 1 Timothy 2.1 tells us, Then I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgiving be made for all people. Ephesians 6.18 says, Praying at all times in the Spirit with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. Jesus is the most outstanding example of intercession. Before Judas' betrayal, Jesus interceded for all of us. John 17:20 tells us, My prayer is not for them alone. I also pray for those who will believe in my name through their message, that all of them may be one. That all of them may be one, Father, just as you are in me and I am in you. May they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. And the Bible tells us that now Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father and is interceding for us. Romans 8.34 says, Who is to condemn? And more than that, who was raised? Who is at the right hand of God? Who indeed is interceding for us? My family, we have a precious intercessor that is next to the Father, always interceding on our behalf. Praise the Lord for that. If you are following Christ, intercession or asking God to bless others should be natural to you. Many people in the church believe that there is a special calling over some individuals to be intercessors. Some even teach that there is a gift of intercession, but that is not the truth, or at least is not in the Bible. Every believer can and should intercede on behalf of others. To pray for one another is not a calling. It is a responsibility and a privilege. Since we have been using women from the Bible who are not so well known as examples of the marks of Christ in this series, I have chosen as an example of intercession a Hebrew woman named Aksa. I chose Aksa because in a culture where women could easily be devalued, Aksa stands out as a prudent woman whose courageous intercession provided a secure future for her family. Aksa was the daughter of Caleb, one of the two witnesses among the twelve that Moses sent as spies to the promised land. Caleb offered her daughter Aksa as bride to the men who would conquer the Ver. Go with me to Judges 1, and we are going to read verses 11 through 15 that says, From there they advanced against the people of the Ver, formerly called Cariath, Sephir. And Caleb said, I will give my daughter Aksa in marriage to the men who attacks and captures Cariath, Sephir. Othniel, 
son of Kenaz, Caleb's younger brother, took it, so Caleb gave his daughter Aksa to him in marriage. One day when she came to Othniel, she urged him to ask her father for a field. When she got off her donkey, Caleb asked her, What can I do for you? She replied, Do me a special favor. Since you have given me the land of Newe, give me also springs of water. So Caleb gave her the upper and the lower springs. Many of us see what Caleb did as something wrong. How is someone going to offer his daughter to whoever conquers a piece of land? Someone might say that Caleb sold his daughter. Although we may be dismayed that Caleb offered his daughter as a price, we can also see Aksa as a cherished woman, both by her father and the men who strived to win her. Sometimes things are a matter of perspective. While Aksa is often described as a reward for Othniel, I think that Othniel was the reward for Aksa. Caleb valued his daughter enough to find her a husband who proved his leadership, bravery, and faithfulness. To conquer the Ver was not an easy task. Caleb knew that whoever was willing to do it was risking his life. What better man to give your daughter to than the one who is willing to die for her? So like I said, it's all a matter of perspective. Aksa's dowry was a land in the web a big waterless parcel where it would be difficult to farm or raise animals. Therefore, Aksa approached her father with a request. Not a complaint. She trusted her father to be a fair man. She asked, give me a blessing. Give me also springs of water. Caleb gave her not one but two springs. Many of you might ask how this story is an example of intercession. Well, the definition of intercession is to intervene or to make a request on another's behalf. In this story, Aksa did not just ask her father for a spring of water for herself. She interceded for her future family. The best part of the story is the brilliant way she did it. This young woman knew her father well. She knew he was rich and generous and that he loved her. She knew she was not asking for something her father could not or would not give her. Moreover, she knew that what she was asking for represented the survival of future generations of their family. The land was a blessing, but dry land means little, especially in the Middle East. Nothing could be planted and no animal would survive on the land without water. Therefore, she asked her father for water and he gave her twice what she asked because her father was generous. What this young woman did for her family is what we need to do for our families and our friends. As Christ's followers, we know we have a good and generous Heavenly Father. We know that He is Almighty. The Bible says that there is nothing impossible for God. Just as I am sure that Caleb loved to bless his daughter, for he knew that he was not only blessing his daughter, but also blessing his grandkids and great-grandkids, God enjoys blessing us and our family and friends. As I said before, as Christians, it is a great honor and a privilege to go before the Lord interceding for others. It is also a way to testify about the goodness of God. Let me give you a couple of testimonies I pray will inspire you to intercede for others. A few months ago, one of my co-workers texted me on a Saturday asking me to pray for her grandson. Her daughter and her family were overseas attending a wedding when their baby got extremely sick. Being in another country with a different health system and speaking a language that was not their own made things even harder. The situation was dire and they did not know if the baby would survive. Immediately I got a hold of a group of friends who I know love to intercede and we started to cry out to the Lord on behalf of this baby. 
We had never seen him or his parents, but we knew they needed a miracle. I did not hear from my friend for a couple of days. When I finally heard from her, she had a marvelous testimony of healing to share with me. The doctors do not know how, but suddenly the dying baby got well. He went from being in the intensive care unit to being released from the hospital without an explanation that could satisfy the doctors. My friend texted and said, it is a miracle. My grandson is well. An extra blessing beside the baby's healing was that this healing gave us a way to testify to other co-workers about the power of prayer. The baby's grandmother was going to miss work because she needed to take care of her granddaughters, the baby's sisters, who could not be alone while their parents stayed in the hospital with their baby. So she notified work about her grandson's sickness, and when the baby got well, everyone also heard about what God had done. God is so good. Another testimony of intercession that I would like to share with you happened just last week. My team and I and many other people around the world were praying for the mother of one of the pastors we work with who had a massive stroke. The doctors were not sure this woman will survive, but the people of God were praying for her in many nations. In less than a week, she was released from the hospital and sent home. And the best part was that this person will not even need physical therapy. Friends, when God does a miracle, he does it well. Aksa asked her father for some water, and Caleb gave her not one spring of water but two. My friend's grandchild left that hospital healthier than when he first arrived in that country. Many thought this pastor's mother would require months or even years of therapy, but she is doing well without it. God is a God of miracles and loves to bless his people. There is an incredible power in intercession. Matthew 18, 19, and 20 tells us, Again, I say to you, if two of you agree on earth about anything they ask, my Father in heaven will do it for them. For where two or three are gathered in my name, there am I among them. Othniel was just happy with Aksa and the land, but Aksa knew her father and thought about the future of her family. Therefore, she interceded on their behalf. We can pray individually to the Lord for our needs, and He hears us, but we have a promise that when two of us agree here on earth on something, God will give us anything we ask. Here I need to clarify that since God is perfect, we need to understand that when He says anything, that does not mean something that will destroy us, but He will bless us when we intercede for one another. Something else I would like to mention before I close this episode is that if we agree to intercede or pray for someone, please do it. Do not leave people hanging thinking you have their backs and you do not even remember to pray for them. I know sometimes we have the best intentions to pray for people, but we forget it happens. But do not let it be your MO. Please do what you can to be honorable. Either do not commit yourself to pray or do everything in your power to do it. I usually write down what I'm interceding for and try to do my best to get at least the first name of the person I am praying for, for that helps me remember to pray for them. My friends, Jesus interceded for people before his crucifixion and is interceding for us now. Make sure you are there for people in need. Follow Christ's example. Pray for others. Let the mark of Christ of intercession be evident in your life. For more information about our ministry, please visit our website, globalgraceministries.com. Since we just spoke about intercession, I humbly ask you to pray for the four beautiful ministries we support. 
All of them are making a significant difference in their communities. Please pray for provision, favor, and grace over each of them. Thank you so much and God bless you.